welcome to Kardashian. It's a podcast about all things Kardashian. I'm Jessica Jordan. And I'm Marcy Jara. Hi, Jess. Hi, my friend. How are you? I'm good. I'm happy to see your face. Happy to see your face. I'm wearing uh, a Hawaiian shirt for you. It really is brightening my mood. It's really making me wish I had worn a very bright, like, well, sunny your look. Your hair is like the ocean. That's what... It is... It is. Your hair is the heart of the ocean, so. <laughs> well, this is a jam-packed episode. I want to catch up. We have a lot to talk about in our lives, what's happening. Um, actually, um, do you have a lot going on in your life? A lot, a lot is probably not the right word. Yeah. Um, the, like, but what you doing? We, we have news. Yes. Um, before we dive into recapping the premiere episode of season 18 of Keeping Up With The Kardashians, which we are about to do a mere moments away, um, we have some news, which is exciting. Which is that, in, for anyone who doesn't know, who's not watching the current season of Keeping Up With, um, they have long time been on Sundays. They moved for this season to Thursdays. Mm-hmm. And after much deliberation, after much thoughtfulness, after, we decided. After saying we would not. Yeah, after actually saying 100% no way in hell. We're moving. We're moving. We're moving moving to Mondays. We're going to move to Mondays. Um, We, as as fans and listeners of all all sorts of other podcasts, we feel it's more important to get that recap and get the news to you guys sooner. We're so dedicated. All we do is is strive to make you happy. So we're moving to Mondays. Uh, Our episodes will go live on Mondays. So that means we will be much closer to the weekly episode of Keeping Up With whatever the week's news is um and we're really excited about it so starting next week and we realize like hey if not now during a pandemic when we're locked inside of our homes (laughs) then when so we're gonna make the jump hopefully uh everyone will come with us seamlessly and it won't feel weird um so that'll be monday your first monday episode will be next monday monday the 6th we will be. We will have the recap of uh, this Thursday's episode, the week's news, everything. So you'll get us very soon. Yeah, lucky you guys. Lucky you guys. Lucky so you guys. We'll post about it. Uh, Taste of Reality, our network, will post about it. But, I mean, um, the good news is, if you subscribed, it doesn't matter. It'll show up whenever. However, yeah. if you haven't subscribed, what the fuck? Get on Go it. Subscribe. It helps us so much. Honestly, it, we say it. Every podcast says it. When you subscribe, when you rate and review, it really helps the podcasts you listen to and love, uh, helps other people find them. Uh, so, you know, if, if you haven't been subscribing, go subscribe and yeah. then it'll just show up on your Mondays now. Also, I don't know if we've ever bragged about it, but do our listeners know we're in the top 50 of all after shows? <laughs> Yeah, that's a big thing to brag about. Yeah, um, we're we're like somewhere around the forty range, so yeah. you know <laughs> we're not killing it, but we're <laughs> we're doing pretty good. We're climbing our way up, and that's though. because of you guys. That's because you yeah. guys are rating, reviewing, uh, subscribing, all that stuff. So thank you guys so much for helping us get to where we are. And speaking of interacting, and <gasps> yes. this is exciting. You should share this. Okay. So, boy, 
like Jess and I said, we got a lot of time on our hands. So we have decided tomorrow that's going to be April 1st. This is not an April Fool's. Tomorrow, no. April 1st at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard, 7 p.m. No, yeah, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard, uh, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard, and we'll we'll post this on Instagram as well. We're going to be doing an Instagram live. So live, baby. What that means is, it's going to be probably at least five minutes of awkward technical shit. <laughs> yeah, we've been we've been watching and learning, and oh. it seems like the top is a disaster. <laughs> so. Uh, uh, but then we're going to be answering your questions. So hopefully yeah. you're, you've listened to this podcast today on Wednesday. Uh-huh. And then if you're like, I hate it, what they said, you can come tell us on Instagram live. And if it's mean, we will ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think, uh, you know, we'll post and we'll solicit for questions. But like, obviously, any Car- the obvious Kardashian questions or reality show questions, but fully like. I mean, I've got I've been so excited by the DMs I've gotten about like skincare brands and my miniature collection, which people have been very supportive of. Uh, But beyond flattering us, like I think the idea is really we want to answer questions for you guys and um, and hear what you think. Yeah. So we're really excited. So if you haven't already, you may want to go ahead and add us on Instagram. Our Mm. Instagram is card. K-A-R-D-I-S-H-I-N-I-T. Um, yeah, go follow us on Instagram. We're going to be doing an Instagram live. And then if it's fun, um, we're going to maybe keep doing it. Like we said. Yeah. Oh, we may not do it forever. But for now, <laughs> while times be tough, <laughs> might as well try something. Right, guys? Um, I'm excited and it's more of an excuse to hang out with you and talk about the things we love. Oh my um, gosh, yes. And our hope is if we get in a group with it, maybe we'll bring our little friendies by. Oh, maybe yes. we'll have some special guests pop mm-hmm. in. Um, we, th- we were throwing around some very fun names um, and they shall remain secret and the pressure's on you guys. Yes, uh, if you don't bring <laughs> it, we won't sing it. Um, <laughs> did I just write that? Okay, yeah. so should we, well, I don't Oops. have a lot of ketchup, but I just want to tell you. I have you, none, so what, if you have anything, you go for it. I just want to tell you about a little dream I had about you okay. on Sunday night. So <laughs> if, if you're a listener of the show, you may know that Jess has like a little little um thing with her ears <laughs> just could you i want you to say it in your own words like what? oh you mean that i like the feeling uh, like i my ears are uh, i believe the term is an erogenous zone uh-huh. and so i like like the feeling of like um q-tips and stuff going in my ears or if like and you said a- specifically it makes you what your jeans cream okay. <laughs> would be the word I would definitely abuse you did yes and um and any partner that would like breathe in my ears though that's that's an area for me okay um so it's ma- it makes it very funny if any yeah like if I've gotten my ears checked out it's just a very it's a sensitive area I get it and this is like <laughs> this and just to be fair uh, we found this out because I I admitted that sometimes pedicures uh just make me too randy uh I, I just realized my mom has <laughs> been right. telling me I she's forgot. been listening so I like got nervous about saying it hi mom hi. she's been listening <laughs> um, go for it so 
Okay, so here's the dream. That's the that's the backstory, the setup for it. So oh, I'm so excited. In this dream, um, you know, we're in the middle of this pandemic. Everyone's worried. I, we've personally been hearing stories about friends and family, friends, family members of friends of ours who have passed away, and which is very Crazy. sad. Um, not dwelling on that, but it is like a reality that's happening, and it's probably happening to people who are listening, and it's just like a sad thing. But in this dream, you were very worried that you were sick. Oh, my God. And I just like it took me three weeks to get like in real life to I ordered a thermometer. And it took three weeks. And like the only one I could get was an in-ear one. <laughs> and so I was like, I have to take Jess's temperature. She's freaking out. But I don't want to make her come too hard. <laughs> and I didn't even like know how to tell you because I was like, oh, it's going to be weird whenever I even show her this thing. Because like, essentially like this in-ear thermometer would be for you like a dildo, I guess. Yes. <laughs> It'd be like if I could only get my temperature taken by like a, uh, yeah, like a vibrator. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, no, I have a thermometer. She needs it really bad. Oh, it's going to be so weird. It's going to be like we're oh having sex. God. Oh, my God. Well, how did it end? I don't know. I think I, I died. Woke, I, think I, I died. I, because I couldn't take your temperature. I think I got too nervous and woke myself up. <laughs> I love this because it speaks to, like, how much you care about me and also knowing like that that it would that you would be caught between that rock and a hard place of like I don't want to make her really turned on you know she what? is sick I think in the dream what I was actually worried about was you saying no because of it that you would be like, bashful. yeah, that you were like, no, 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 that's okay. Like, I think that's what I was very worried about. And I was like, so how do I bring this up to her so that she says yes to this? Oh my God. What a delightful dream. I really have been very curious since you texted about it. I'm like, what could this dream be? I love it so much. That's mine. Any of anything for you? I dreamed that um, if we're on the topic okay. of dreams, which I know people are like eh, about hearing about other people's dreams, but obviously hey guys, I wanted to hear that. It's a big part of our days. These yes. <laughs> I dreamed that I was tasked with taking over Bernie Sanders' campaign. <laughs> that, like, and you're a like, woman I met at a dinner party was like, I started running my mouth about whatever I thought. And she was like, I'm, she was like an English babe. And she was like, I must tell you, your ideas are magnificent. And then like, was like, do you want to run his campaign? And I was like, mm, okay. <laughs> and I woke up right when I was like going to start. And I was like, oh, this is weird. Why That's did I agree to do this? very funny that you're having like work stress dreams about other work. Um, <laughs> I like took on fully was like, oh, I don't really have time to run a campaign, but I guess I will. Oh, you know, someone's got to do it. When uh, when Bernie, when when the Bernster needs you. Uh, I was just like, I mean, yeah, I mean, what are we doing? You know, I got, of course, I'll, I'll figure it out for him. <laughs> but um, very confident, very cocky, but it was very uh, gratifying. I felt like, oh, God, I'm good at too many things. I love <laughs> <laughs> your dreams are like I gosh I'm just very good and mine are like oh no am I gonna make too many people come <laughs> that's where we're at. very very good uh, distillation honestly that's um, the problems we have in day-to-day -day life 
Yes. You know, so. I, it's, it's, it, it speaks to my great theory about the pandemic, which I'll save for another time, but that everybody, everybody's the same, only heightened. Everyone's character game is just heightened. Everyone's the same, but we're just seeing them on new platforms. We're seeing them on Zoom and yeah. video and like, but everybody is the same, same, same. Anyone who was a flake before is a flake on Zoom. Anyone who is, was really anxious before Boy, am is I, like through I'm, the roof. I'm bringing it these days. But me too. Like I've, all of my stuff, it's just suddenly like very visible because it's not buried in our like day-to-day routines and our normal communication patterns. So it's suddenly like... Out in like the stark light of day, but you're, but it's like it's the same stuff. Everybody's stuff is the same. Speaking to that real quick, just just another little little bit of catch up is that um, character games. Now, I today got a package that I ordered from Target because I'm not ordering from Amazon anymore because they're not um, very good. They're not taking care of their employees. They're not making uh-huh. sure that they're okay. Uh, protected or giving them sick leave um so i ordered from target because i hope they're doing better i don't even know i just know that people didn't strike yet so um and i today got in the mail fifty dollars worth of easter candy I was uh, well, after you, you, me, and you, me, and Trish zoomed the other night, and you and I both immediately went and bought uh, Girl Scout cookies for delivery. Yeah, yeah. So that's where we're at. You know what, though, it's very funny because people have been like, "Huh, I'm going to gain so much weight." The quarantine what? tin. I actually um, have like other than like I haven't eaten more sweets, but I have also barely been eating all day. Yeah, like I, I get it. to the part where I'm like uh, shaking. I don't. I think it's Marcy, maybe like, no. I, like that's how long I haven't eaten. But I think it is like stress. <laughs> Uh, I have found appetite, yeah, coming and going, like absolutely dependent on like day stress um, yeah. and, and that it just swings wildly. And the answer, I think, is to be kind to yourself, whatever, wherever it's now, at. I just had another thought. What if I only think I'm not eating a lot because I have nothing else to do all day? So if I'm not eating every hour on the hour, then I'm like, well, I'm barely <laughs> eating today. And I'm just eating just as much as I always did, possibly more because of the candy. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. And no matter what, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, you know what? Whatever gets us through. You don't have to do anything except for get through this time. That's how I feel because yep. I'm like, whatever gets me, whatever is keeping me sane is I, what it is. I literally, I'm being, I'm trying to be very kind to myself about like whatever choices I'm making. Yeah. Like as long as I'm being, putting as much brain power as I can into like safety and hygiene, then like I'm allowed to also loosen up all the parts of my life yes. where I'm like hard on myself and like a mean bully who's like, why'd you eat that? Yeah. Why'd you, didn't you do X, Y, Z? It's like, Hey man, anybody who's like keeping their head above water right now, like that is, that deserves major applause. Also when we actually have food, um, we shouldn't be upset with ourselves for eating it there we're so lucky and i don't think we're ever going to run out of it in america especially but yeah there are people who don't so like why would you be like hating yourself for like you know whatever it doesn't matter candy um should we get into it yes so i watched kim on the view Uh, yes i want to hear everything it is a longer recap so i'm gonna put that on the back end of this okay? okay okay so um 
Chloe uh, claps back at a fan who accused her of, hypo- of hypocrisy. Hypocrisy? For forgiving Tristan, but not Jordan. Mm-hmm. So her... <laughs> the tweet that said that they like, called her out, it said... <clears throat> It says Soft Kylie's is the Instagram or the tweet Twitter account. That's the handle. Oh, yeah. Soft Kylie's. What a weird handle. Oh, creep. It, it's probably Kylie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or it's Jordan. <gasps> it's Jordan. Uh, it's her burner. Okay. It says, so they all forgive Tristan for cheating on Chloe. Uh, so, wait, this must have come off of. It was after the episode. Yeah, where the, uh, it, uh, where the, yeah, in, in the this, forgiven Tristan, yeah, which absolutely. we'll get to. Okay, so I just wanted—I was like skipping that part. So, okay, so quote at soft Kylie's. So they all forgave Tristan for cheating on Chloe. So they must forgive Jordan too, since he kissed her without her consent. I love all my women in this family, but I can't agree with this hypocrisy. Hashtag keeping up with K U W T K. Sick. Got it. <laughs> um. I well, I know that Jordan said on Red Table Talks that he kissed her, mm, I and see, she okay. didn't like it, right? But mm-hmm. what do you think? There's more to that. Uh, we don't think this is about I'm a kiss. I'm not sure, but I don't know. I don't know that I believe we that. We don't but think sure. that this was about a kiss, you guys. No, um, okay. so I don't think so. Chloe responded. <clears throat> we have both we have forgiven both parties and the non-co-sent i think she means consent thing yeah. is a near say and i think she means the non-consent thing is hearsay but i yeah she wow does that say is word non-co-sent salad thing is near near say, say. okay the entire ho- story is hearsay but i'll mm. let you guys run with whatever you want to run with if you were a true fan, then you would have followed my Insta stories where I have hey. repeatedly stated how I have both for I have forgiven both parties and want both parties to be in peace. IP. <laughs> and this is for everyone's mental well-being. Uh, and then she later deleted those. So oh, she did. Oh, yeah. I missed that part. I mean, you can't be tweeting shit like that and leaving it up forever. <laughs> that's crazy talk uh, also it had so many like you could tell she was furious and yes. trying to take the high road as she wrote yes. it and so Absolutely. she's like the consent thing non-consent <laughs> I non-consent to you <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was, a, it was a rage moral high horse uh, tweet such a patronizing high horse tone I love it I love that tone so badly oh <sighs> Well, true fans know that I've been posting psychotic uh, moral uh, platitudes for two years. Also, <laughs> those like weird memes she's posting don't say like they it's like we all know it's about Jordan, but they don't specifically say that it's about Jordan. No, she she it's it expresses what we know to be true, which is that she is talking so explicitly in her mind through those. But it is not clear what she's saying because it it yeah because it's not communicating yes. it's not actual communication uh, i do think this is an interesting thing because i kind of forgot that jordan on the red table talk said that he kissed her and that was all that happened uh i i i don't we will never know what happened um unless they were to talk about it again on the show but yeah. i think that 
even if Chloe knows what happened, even if Tristan like told her everything, because you know that women make men tell them everything. I don't think she could say it. I don't think she could say no, because then it kind of mess it. Like she can't put that out there about her daughter's father. Yeah, I think that this where it's landed is where it's landed. Yes. Yeah. I think it's just where it will stay. Like, I don't think that there's going to be a come to Jesus with Jordan. I think that everything kind of landed in a space. And especially as we see in the episode, like, I just, yeah, I don't think, I don't think it will. I don't think this narrative is going to change beyond Chloe, Chloe taking him back, which is what will happen. But if ratings drop, we might have a Jordan thing come up. That's true. That is very (laughs) true. Very true. You know, you can't believe any, I mean, you can believe it, but if you're hearing about it, it's because they specifically wanted you to. A hundred percent. All right. The next little bit of news is very cute. Mason Disick was on right after Ugh. we right after we recorded last week. He, I think, was on Instagram Live. He got an Instagram account. He was on Instagram Live. People were asking him questions about his family. He's answering. He was answering. He. They were asking him, are Kylie and Travis Scott back together? And you know what it's- he said? He said no. No. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. The uh, the. To imagine Chris Jenner's wrath, <laughs> her coveted relationships with all of the tabloid industry, uh, and that th- I love the idea of this disruptor, Mason Disick, just sitting in his room being like, no. Because <laughs> he, he was on TikTok and then was off TikTok, then he was on Instagram yeah. and then he's off Instagram. And he was very upset in one of his Instagrams where he's like, I was going to have 1.8 million. Like he was like I being know. just such a little disick. He was such a disick. Such um, a disick. So then after he, his mom and Scott decided to delete his Instagram because he's only 10 years old. 10. And, you, and you have to be at least 13. So then hours later he puts up a tiktok <laughs> he got a new tiktok <laughs> god i didn't even know you could do tiktok live and he did like a tiktok live oh boy and just and just started running his mouth he, and was, he was very frustrated uh, he's not gonna be able to go to coachella because of corona <laughs> corona just calling it corona i don't know why that made me laugh <laughs> oh boy um yeah so mason i i mean for as much as his mom doesn't want it, he is all about that life. I mean, we we talked about it last week with the end of season four and the birth of Mason, like that he might be the first like from embryo to ten year old from womb to the from tomb. Womb to the tomb. <laughs> he is our like true, full like longest running. Um, reality TV star. So, like, I mean, am I surprised he's going to be as his mom? Of course not. Like a real life Truman show. Yes. Yeah. Like, I'm fascinated. But yeah, I can't wait to see what platform he pops up on next. It'll be like, <laughs> like Pinterest or I don't know. I don't know where he's going to keep poking his head above. Pinterest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they'll make the first Pinterest live for he's, him. He's going to make his own com- competing uh, site called Moosh. Moosh. Um, All right. Where do we go next? Where do you want to go next? Um, I loved this Caitlyn Jenner news. Oh, my gosh. This tickled me, of course, because it is 
quite an intersection. Oops, loud laptop. Yes, be quiet, laptop. We cannot be buying Fabletics. We're <laughs> not buying shit. Is that the ad um, that you got? No, this no, is MadisonReed.com. I don't know what that is. That's a hair. Um, they don't promote us, so we're not promoting them. Um, yeah. Yes. So, Caitlyn Jenner, um, Caitlyn and, and Sophie uh, spoke Sophia. to... Sophia, sorry, Sophia mm-hmm. Hutchins, um, Caitlin's partner, I believe we're allowed to say, um, spoke to Entertainment Tonight's Lauren Zima. And it's not clear why they did this interview other than just like well, because. I think it's because everyone is like on lockdown, so they like need any kind of content mm. they can get. Um, yeah. But um, so. They were on E.T. Entertainment Tonight. Entertainment, Entertainment Tonight. Tonight. And they talked about wanting to join the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Hutchins said, I would be on I would be on it in two seconds. Um, and no one and Jenner, wants you on it. Nobody wants Sophia. Sophia. But then Jenner says, I did watch an episode uh with you two nights ago and I honestly kind of got into it you know I've done reality television pretty much all my life sports is reality television and I was watching that and saying I could see myself getting in there with some of the drama Andy call us Hutchins joked and so then they talked about how Caitlin has known Lisa Rinna for years and she says, I like, I like Lisa. I've known her for years and years and years. Talk about someone who always reinvents herself. She's funny and fun. I was like, when I first read, she always reinvents herself. I was like, wait, she's literally had the same hair for 30 years. But then I was like, you know what? She'll wear depends. She'll dance naked on Instagram. You know, I think that's the way to think about it is it's like she's. Yeah, it's less of an aesthetic reinvention, but more like she no care. She'll do whatever. She'll she'll roll with whatever's happening now. She'll write you know? a book where she explains how to give blowjobs and then have her daughters read it and talk about how they learned how to give blowjobs by reading their mother's book. She'll that'll happen. I love her. How God. upsetting, though. How upsetting to me. Like, I learned how to give a blowjob from your book, Mom. She's like, well, good. Great. Well, good. good. Well, great. good. Well, good, great. That's all good and great, and no one, no one's upset. And no one's, and it's normal, and living in L.A. is normal. It's um, good. Um, but I loved it. I would, I'd flip, I mean... I don't think Caitlyn is great TV. Like, I think we, but I'm also curious because, you know, where we last saw her was her own show, which was a snooze, um, even though it was intending to be really important and had a lot to say and a lot to cover. It was just like not, I thought, a great fit tonally for her. Yeah. um, Energy wise. And like, the truth is, and I think what she's trying to say in this interview is that like, She's been making reality TV forever. And really what we know, the hijinksy drama reality TV of keeping up with. So I, I got to say, if Caitlyn was ever added, I'd be stoked. I don't think she would fit in with the Beverly Hills crew at all. I don't think she would fit in at all. Not but at I think all. it would be I She's think it so would be much older. She's older than all of them because now they all skew so lo- young, you know? That's true. Because we got rid of Vanderpump and then who else? I guess like Lisa Renna is the next in line oldest, but like they're she she's i don't know like she i feel like they already need energy and she's not bringing it but that's why i think i'm 
intrigued. Oh, I mean, I would like to see her in an episode to see what she could do, but yeah. I'm not giving you a friend of just yet. No, I don't think so either. I mean, but I, I would love no. to see her drop in. I mean, she can have a friend of, but not a diamond. Is that what they have? Do they have diamonds? They, what do they hold? They must yes. Have diamonds, yes. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, I'll look it up later. Not important. We'll no, look it up it's, we have to know. Um, <laughs> but we'll see about Kaylin. We'll get back to you. Um, so Kylie Jenner was playing a game. I don't know why. Why was she just makes content, I guess? Yeah, it was like, it, it was like, a. I shot this before quarantine. Yes. Like she was going to release yeah. it. With her um, friends. You were right. It's diamonds. Okay, we can keep okay. moving. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. Uh, with Victoria Stasi, um, Uris, Uris, Uris. Yaris? Yaris? Yaris uh, the car? And in which they asked, they were asking each other, they were playing a little game, like, who's going to do this? And blah, blah, blah. And it said, who would be the next one to have a baby? And Kylie said it would be her. And they all were like, yes, it would be. And I think okay. that's mostly because she's the only one who has a child. And that <sighs> makes you so much more likely to have another, maybe? Yeah. Or, and just wanting to, probably. You know, like, the desire to is probably enough ahead of, like, her her other 21 and 22 year old friends yeah, Stassi's you know? not there yet Stassi baby has a lot of life to live yes I have great I I see great things for Stassi baby I'm on board for Stassi baby ever since I watched that video that we dug up about her like uh is it her implants her she, surgery her, like second set of implants and then just like how she's very frank about like I put her up on this show come on give me more Stassi I want to see that crazy uh, surgery done oh, body. Yeah. I want to see the whole thing. I'm in, I'm in. <laughs> Give me Stassi baby. Um, okay. Then the last bit of news before we go to the view stuff is um, kind of a bummer. This is actually. I, know. I hate this. We should I, do this one quick. I like Ugh. almost did want to report on it, but then I was like, well, it is a thing. So we've talked about Black China and Rob um, going back and forth, and they're they're having like a really ugly custody battle right now sucks it's really gross there have been allegations of neglect and abuse and just like weird shit and so apparently um dream has come home from rob's house on two occasions with a with a burn on her leg so she received a first degree burn on her leg uh, at the end of february um where she had to go get medical attention Rob admitted the dream had received the burn at his home and promised it would never happen again. Um, and so, you know, China took the baby to the doctor and she was taken care of. Then again on Saturday, March 21st, after visiting Rob again, she got another burn very close uh. to the original one. It's on her leg. Um, and it says, quote, when China reached out to Rob to find out what happened to their daughter, Rob initially lied to China and denied that dream second burn happened at his home. Um, then I think later admitted that it came from a light bulb. The, oh, the okay. nanny, the nanny told text to China and said it came from a light bulb. Since then, the nanny, the nanny has been let go. Um, okay. and you know, there's still, so apparently the um, DCFS, which is department of child F something services. What is that? Yeah. Um, child, maybe family, family. Yes. There we go. Um, 
and we're, we're like getting involved and then Rob was like you shouldn't involve them when it, they have bigger fish to, you know it's just like it's ugly weird. I do think it is very weird that a nanny would look one time a burn hey shit happens a second time what's up with that nanny I mean, that's the, it's like, the problem is that I find like all sources questionable, you know, like in, in, and I don't let Rob off the hook. Like if that is what happened, like it's, yeah, it's not okay. I mean, a child getting burned twice in that amount, that short of a window is like, is very worrisome and problematic and like absolutely should be flagged to, uh, especially if they're in the middle of like a custody uh, battle. I think what is, yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't really know. Also in the last few months, um, Rob has claimed that dream has come from China's house with unexplained injuries, including rashes, cuts, bruises, and a dislocated arm. So (gasps) it's like, look, I don't know. I wish they would get it together. And maybe it is, maybe, maybe best case scenario, which isn't a good one, Dream is acting out because she feels the chaos that is surrounding her between her parents and that Mm -hmm. she is being rough and she is, you know, you know, doing things are not being watched carefully enough but you know kids can be some kids are wild and some kids you know you never know they could be dream just kind of like acting out a lot but it does seem like someone is not watching her closely and they don't have an excuse for that i just hate it because it's like whatever is happening i think what is so worrisome is that it's like we know that they want to drag the other one so badly in the press we know that that is yes. a fact that they are not united Ugh, they are not disgusting. like a united front and it is so rough not that i'm saying that these things didn't happen or letting rob off the hook in any way but it's like the public nature of it is so tragic and that's like a real person and all of it's true for all these kids you know yeah. like Scott and Courtney's kids, Tristan and Chloe's kids, like that it all exists in public record and that everyone knows so much about their parents and all their fucking hideous drama is like is sometimes I think in the case of dream, it just becomes it like heightens to this extra degree of like, oh, my God, it's like a real child. (laughs) As we're even talking about this, though, I'm having uh, uh, a. some information from my past coming to me and in which case where, where I said best case dreams acting out. However, let me just tell you a little story about Marcy being five years old, six, five, six, the age of five and six in one year's time, Jess, I had a sprained ankle that mm-hmm. my cousin on the trampoline fell on it and it sprained. It wasn't a break, oh but it had to get taped up and wrapped up. Uh, same year, my brother hit me in the head with a baseball <laughs> bat and my eyelid split and uh. had to, a plastic surgeon had to um, sew it back to my yeah. face. Um, <laughs> same year, playing t-ball, I well, was getting out of the ball field. Um, I was going to get out the door and someone slammed, like they didn't realize that I was getting out and they closed the van door and it, I got a hairline fracture on my wrist. That all happened in the same year. And so on one of the final visits, um, 
the doctor at the hospital saw my charts and um, pulled my mother aside. And I think a social worker did speak with her. Oh, my gosh. And my mom was, like, mortified. Yeah. Um, and the doctors were questioning her. But it was truly, like, I can remember all these instances and, like... <laughs> It was just like a bad year where, you know, it, all of it was very accidental, not even my fault stuff. Like, yeah. It was just like, I mean, that's what's so tricky about it is it's like kids, kids fuck themselves up a bunch. God, yeah. <laughs> and that also was... like, uh, yeah, I would also never want to sound like denying like, right. what we don't know. But that's so, why it, it ends up sitting in this yeah. gray area. And when they make it really public, it's like, oh, man, yeah, it could be just innocent enough that like kids get scrapes and bruises and, and burn themselves. I mean, I certainly once put God, I was such a fucking stupid kid, Jess. <laughs> once I was trying to tell myself scary stories in my mirror. <laughs> And you know how you put a flashlight under your chin? I didn't have mm-hmm. one. I put a lamp under my chin and no. burned my chin. And I still have a scar to this day. Oh, it's no, a, it, Marcy. Why was I telling myself scary stories <laughs> in my mirror? I don't know. Oh, I'll never forget the smell. Barf. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> I told a bunch of awful <laughs> stories in a row. Very funny because after that, I don't think I had, I was clean. Uh, you got it out of your system. Healthy. Healthy. You got healthy it done. Little, healthy is a little horse. Um, okay. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you about the view recap. Uh, also, okay. <laughs> yesterday on Twitter, Kim was like, I'm going to be on the view. Who's watching? And everyone was like, not me. Snake, 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 snake. <laughs> I was like, okay, guys. Why? Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> also, the amount of people that were like posting in response to the whole Taylor thing. Thing, posting images of Kim's sex tape and like clips of it was oh I didn't see that falling. That's also just like will never hold water. It's the lowest hanging fruit. It's yeah. like okay, what? Well, I mean, also she put it out, but it's just weird. Um, so okay, Kim was on the View. And it's because everyone is doing these remote things. So they're like, who already has a camera crew in their house? Kim does. <laughs> uh, so she looked great on camera. She said that Kylie is the only sister she has seen. And it was only that morning Kylie came over to do her makeup because I guess they oh. both have been individually quarantined for two weeks. So Kylie did her makeup. Uh, okay. I don't know who put her baby hairs on, but somebody did. <laughs> she doesn't have them. She lasered them all away, but she insists that she is not a white woman. So she put more baby hairs on. Sure. Of course. Um, so uh, she was talk- talking about her lockdown and how it's been for her. And she was like, I have a newfound respect for teachers. And she said that now for sure she does not want any more kids. She's positive of it now. God, I hope. Yeah, that's four kids. Yeah, She's been enjoying her time at home with okay. family and Kanye. Um, she said she's been she says, quote unquote, she's been cooking and cleaning. I guess I don't I hope they didn't trap a chef in their house. I think they trapped a chef. I think they trapped (laughs) hair and makeup. I think they trapped everyone. I think (laughs) there is a way which they keep those people in those rooms and they're like the hair and makeup are stuck in the glam room and the chef is stuck in that 
kitchen in the back and yes. they're only able to like slide things to them but yes or like absolutely. Her, her hair and makeup's in like full hazmat <laughs> yes i just don't buy that they're going without but anyways i go mean on. you never know uh okay so she said they've been zo- doing zoom family dinners everyone's Cute. been doing zoom stuff um and they're always on group chats together yeah. so um let's see she we talked about skims okay. and that she is donating a million dollars through skims so people were kind of dragging her a little bit for having a skim sell right. currently but she is taking um money from that to donate to this uh cause baby to baby they help yeah. families they're going to specifically be helping families during this crisis so that's what and that's through her company so that's not her private um right donation. right right, right. corporate donation so she has five factories around the world one is in california and right now she's trying to figure out how to transition them from making her products to making medical grade um uh ppe what is ppe Mm -hmm. so personal protective right trying to make masks and gowns and trying to figure out how they can get back to work and also start helping supply this for America that's so underfunded with all this stuff. Um, and then her fragrance, the company that she works with her for her fragrance, uh, they're looking into figuring out how they can start making hand sanitizer. Wow. So that's what she's trying to do. And then she talked a lot about her doc that she, that's coming up next week. Um, oh yeah, we got to watch that. Uh, yeah. I'm sure it'll be sad that she's working with innocence project and she just like her whole thing was like, she just wants people to have more empathy for the convicted. And she's like, there are two sides to every story, which I feel like is a thing people do not touch. People do not touch that aspect of true crime. Mm-hmm. Like anything I listen to, like, and yes, murderers are disgusting and bad, but there's no kind of like, if you heard their story, mm-hmm. it would make you feel differently. So that is like, I think a very controversial stance. Yeah. Oh yeah. But also, I mean, yeah, well, go ahead. T- taking the side of like trying to understand like any convicted person's yes. situation, I think is, is a, uh, why the whole thing is like a bold, cool thing for her to decide to undertake. And she did specifically cite one of her, one of the people she's working with. I wish I would have written, written her name down, but it's, uh, you've seen her in the news because it was a, a 15 year old girl who was held hostage and raped every day and then killed her. Jesus ended up killing when she, she took a chance and and killed her captor who I think was her, maybe I'm getting these conflated, but this girl, like basically from like, like toddlerhood through teenhood was being raped every day. And then she killed her captor who was her step grandfather or something. Oh, and so it's like that girl shouldn't be on death row is what Kim is saying. Like, yeah, I'm sure that's like the best, nicest scenario she has. But, um, and then she talked about how she was visiting prisons and how different death row is. And cause she was uh, visiting the, Oh, I wish I would remember all these names, but just recently a man was executed who, had DNA evidence saying that he he could not have done it and he was still executed. Um, Jesus. Oh yeah, this was one that was getting posted about a lot. Yeah. Um, and she was just talking about how she was there with him days before. Just how different it is. And then she talked about, uh, you know, the nonviolent prisoners in California being released because of COVID-19. Um, yeah. And that she was like thanking Governor Newsom and then talked about why she went to the White House again with yeah. women. She was like, I let Alice Marie pick the hand, pick the women she wanted Donald Trump to see 
because she was like, I knew it would get more coverage if she's like everything else was happening in the world and no one was talking about this. And I wanted a reason for people to talk about this again. So Mm. she talked about that. And then she also talked about the fight that we're going to cover. So I'll come back to that. Remind me (laughs) to do that, please. Um, But that was the gist of it. And I I I got to watch it. Well, I don't have to watch it. I just told you every single thing. I know it. (laughs) I got it done. It's Um, done. Um, but yeah, she's holding people hostage and trying to get people out of places. I mean, that sounds like she covered a, a wide swath of Kim terrain. Oh, absolutely. The family goss, promoting your biz, uh, letting people know you're donating to charity, uh, the legal pursuit, a doc. It's crazy. That's insane. That's a lot to get she's there. She's busy. She's busy. She's busy. She's very Four busy. kids. No more. She busy. Four kids no more. Four kids no more. Okay, should we get to this episode? Um, yeah, except I need to get water. Okay, <laughs> great. Okay, we're back. <gasps> we're back. Episode. Wait. Season premiere of season, season 18. Premiere. Welcome, welcome to season 18. Oh, They're back. Oh, we got Um I will just say, I think I think this is a I think this is a great premiere episode. Oh. I am so excited to recap it. Absolutely. I thought this was one of, I thought this was a high bar of a season premiere. I mean, they are, because we left off on like a very, like, last season was, they had at least three episodes that were great. Yeah. A lot of them were not, but they had three yeah. solidly good ones, and I'm excited. Um, so this episode, episode one, fights, friendship, and fashion week. Mm-hmm. Who comes up with this? They're so creative. Um, so <laughs> I was very worried that this cold open was the new opening sequence. Oh, yes. I was so upset. We have Chloe again dressed as Chris Jenner doing her Chris cosplay reading we saw this whole trailer this was already released (sighs) like I was so confused by it and I had the same thing where I was like oh no is this like a framework for the whole season no but they who I yawns oh boy really uh (laughs) get really tired these days at 9 p.m um so uh (laughs) yes but they didn't they we went back to our old standard um but they did add new clips to the opening so we get some good ones they added kendall in her funny um dance which is one of my favorite things that they singularly have like pushed (laughs) where she's like dancing her her, like awkward dance oh yes yeah god Um, it's so good so the storylines we have three ones essentially we got uh tristan uh coming back into the fold Mm -hmm. we have kylie's fashion week uh and then we have the courtney strife so where do you want to start well, I think we leave Courtney for last. Yes, let's do. Let's go ahead and go do the Tristan stuff because that's sort of yeah. how it came out. So, yeah, uh, we have Fashion Week. Kim's in New York. We have our friend. Who do we have? Did you see this little clip? The little Hoda. Oh my God! Are you kidding? I was like, seeing Savannah Hoda and Kim all all chatting. I think I remember seeing catching that when it was when it was happening. Oh my God! That's like the, the blend of all my worlds. Oh Hoda my and Kim. So and I, I love Savannah very much too. But everyone knows I the sun rises and sets on Hoda. Um, no, it was great. 
And Kim is in full promo mode. She's there to talk about Skims. We're talking She's, about her collab with Winnie Harlow. There's even a Paris Hilton cameo. Just cameo. a pop by. Just a pop by. We don't even like, just a hi, here you are. There's also a great shot where she's like, it's it's a whirlwind montage. She's doing press. She's going to events at night. And there's this great shot of her um, exiting like a, a bar restaurant or maybe it's the Mercer Hotel, actually. But she is leaving. And it's like the whole thing where it's like the massive paparazzi, like all the all the shuttering going off. And she's walking from the building to the SUV. And she has a glass of champagne. <gasps> What? It's like I rewound it. I was like, what is in her hand? Very Rihanna. For anyone that's a deep cut on Rihanna that Rihanna has like, if you look it up, has famously been photographed like a zillion times out and about with a glass of wine. Like she always leaves restaurants with her wine glass. She's she's always got a roadie with her. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it so much. And Kim, we know Kim does not really drink very much, um, if ever. And so it was just like a very a little hidden Easter egg. She's leaving with her little uh, champagne glass in hand. And then and then she gets in the backseat of the car and gets a call. Well, she. She says, give me my phone, please. And someone gives her her phone. <laughs> Could you imagine existing in a life where you don't have a, like you're not the person in charge of your phone? It's fascinating. Like, not only is it like a weird luxury, but it's also like terrifying to not have your phone at all moments. I mean, it's bizarre. But yeah, you just, you know, if you aren't really like if you're just to be photographed. And, yeah, it you does know. take away from her uh, all black. Little, yes. So uh, it's Tristan calling Kim. They haven't spoken in a long time, but he saw her pap walk. He's in New York. He saw her leaving. And so without really thinking about it, she's like, why don't you come join me and my friends for dinner? And she does mention that they're, she's like, we're filming. So you maybe don't want to be there for that, but you can come for yeah. a dessert. Which I was like, this episode is breaking the fourth wall over and over again. More than they ever have. It's so cool. I mean, I guess it's because the biggest storyline is how this show affects them. Yes. And you cannot address Courtney in the way that we have to without it, I think. And like, yeah, yeah, I think that it's ended up. And I think, honestly, the most successful reality shows have to and it's I'm always really grateful Housewives does it it's weird I think when they don't start acknowledging the way that the show and the filming is affecting their lives absolutely so yeah she she fully says like yeah it's me and Lala and Jonathan and you probably don't want to come but he's like I'll swing by yeah so she then calls Chloe to be like Chloe Oh my God. So, and it's very funny the way she's talking about it as if it's only her being crazy. Like, what is, can you believe? And it's like, Chloe's just sort of like, uh-huh. Uh, okay. Uh, mm-hmm. so, and just as like a reference for anybody who is fuzzy on the details, when, when the Tristan scandal happened, Kim was angriest by a mile. Yes. And was visibly uh hostile to him in the delivery room was like pretending making like oh God, neck that was, splitting moves but just that was the first cheating scandal we're not even oh talking. that was it that's right i'm thinking of the yeah. first scandal <laughs> yes that's that's how she felt the first time so the yeah. second time was even worse she has not been a fan of tristan so it's like very interesting the idea of the two of them like being cool with each other yeah but yeah if you i was like thinking of the timing line uh, timeline because if this is actually happening and it might not i should ask mariah she go to her patreon because 
if this is, I'm, don't know if I'm doing the math right, but this is either seven or eight months after the Jordan scandal. No, that sounds right. Yeah. Because Chloe later says it hasn't been a year. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's why it's like, this is not that far away. Anyway. No. So, uh, and then she says this thing to Chloe that I was like, oh boy. She said, and mom cheated on dad and all their friends forgave mom. And I was like, oh. <laughs> it's so funny. Her logic thread here is so funny. And just the way, I don't think what Tristan did was right. I mean, it's just not my thing. <laughs> it's not, it's my- not your thing. What are you talking talking about you know what i don't like when people like some people don't mind when when their sisters partners cheat on them but it's not my thing it's per not se. my thing <laughs> is such and then she goes into the like forgiving mom yes and chloe chloe's basically like okay and like i really like chloe's vibe uh in this whole episode i gotta say and she's like hey that's really generous of you and good luck and cool the like is is supportive I think without like really uh, relaying a big opinion either way. It's kind of like, okay, do do it. Chloe is so interesting because she is so codependent. She's so codependent that no matter whoever it is, she's decided to latch on to, it doesn't matter how they're behaving. She does not go against them. She supports Mm. them. Even if you can tell she doesn't love this whole thing. And she thinks Kim is like, truly eye roll worthy but kim is her ace right now that's yeah that's who she's with and that is who she is going to enable and side with over all things right that's very true and therefore she can turn on courtney for for the first time yeah for sure it's so interesting though it really is like kim can do no wrong because i've chosen that that is my person right now yeah, it's you can tell. And as the episode goes on, you really see that they are uh, really buddy buddy. We like as it as it dovetails into the Courtney storyline. Yeah, because she um, lets Kim cross a lot of boundaries with her that for sure I think in the past she would have flipped out on Kim about. Absolutely. But so they have this dinner. Mm-hmm. This dinner comes and well, yeah, it's yeah. it's Jonathan, it's Simon, it's the OGs, Lala and then Winnie Harlow and a friend now, come. I don't know no Lala Anthony. I mean I know I've seen Lala Anthony with Kim, but who's Lala Anthony? As in who is she in the world? If she's not with Kim, who else is she? Well, like her career was like she was with Carmelo, you know that like she was married to Carmelo Anthony and she was like uh-huh. an MTV VJ okay. and all that. Okay. Um, and she's one of Kim's, she hasn't been on the show very much, but I think in her divorce from maybe she got back together, but she had separated from Carmelo cause I think he cheated on her. And okay. Okay. So in it, kind of in a, like a Larsa uh-huh. realm, um, she has, I think been a lot more in the orbit since her Carmelo uh, drama, okay. and I'm probably getting pieces of it wrong. Well, but, I just was um, like, I probably should know her, but I think I, I'm at a very specific age where I wasn't watching her on MTV and then kind of like don't care about basketball. So she was, yeah, so she was on, T, she was a TRL host, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. she hosted a bunch of shows, a bunch of reunion shows on VH1, reunion shows for Flavor of Love, I Love New York, for the love I'm, of Ray J. That's weird. I missed all that shit 
Which I is know. a shame. I know I, I would have loved it, but I missed it all. Yes. Yeah, so she, so then, yes. Yeah, so this is what it was in 2017. She filed for separation from Carmelo uh, because he got a woman pregnant at a gentleman's club. Whoops. And then, you know what? That, as, that's not his fault because, <laughs> because those polls, like, it, maybe he just got a little bit on a pole and then a lady <laughs> slid down it and that's not his fault or a lap dance went awry Any, like, those are very just like difficult places to prove anything you cannot blame a man for having someone get pregnant while they're no. at a gentleman's club he's trying to be a gentleman it's a gentleman's club but then as of 2019 uh, January 2019 they were back together again but anyways that's love, Lala's deal love but she, she and Kim are a, our our longtime friends so and she i think is friends with jonathan and and especially the new york circle Um, yeah i was just like i know that she's around i just don't quite know her but yeah she's been like a looser orbit but more so lately great um and then winnie i know uh, harlow and then so they she so kim has to tell them all like okay she's a crazy thing oh my god so delighted with herself (gasps) you're not gonna believe and they're like oh fuck what are you doing and then they're like yeah we know about you and okay well that's weird winnie was acting very weird about it and i was like what is that story winnie was like i'm not saying a word I know she was like, and, I, like very, yeah. She seemed to have an opinion going in. I feel like, and it could just be that Winnie came into Kim's life during the whole, like, yeah, the thick of it. I think that might be, yeah. what happened there. Probably so, a more recent friend. <clears throat> Tristan joins them for dinner. He comes alone. Uh, Big move. He and Winnie are are teaching everyone about patois. Really um, fun. I loved this dinner scene. I thought this actually was like yeah. really natural, really fun. Like, yeah, the patois scene was so fu- like hearing her speak patois was so funny. And if you don't know a lot about patois, uh, you can hear Rihanna sing it in um oh shit work 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 she sings in patois and also you can find a video of chet hanks tom hanks youngest or second youngest son speaking in patois uh and his mom uh rita wilson rita wilson right yeah yeah yeah. she thinks it's funny i hope they're doing i think they're doing better so that's yes we wish them well we miss you buddy um rap for us again soon um so they all have a very nice time and kim is like wow he came alone that's a big deal and i was like what does that mean i guess it is like she would not go to his friends alone yeah it's probably that and i assumed that that meant that he probably is one of these celebrities or sports stars or whatever who like probably travels with a crew you know like has a group of guys like I took it as that that it's like yeah. and 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 it could just speak to yeah like weird celebrity rules you yeah. know what I mean like it felt like it was like I also had that feeling of like yeah he you invited him to dinner and he came and it was yeah. like oh, he came alone and they were fucking losing their shit over it well, and I was like okay I guess he does hang out with those two dudes a lot yeah that's right yeah his cleveland friends so um let's see chloe so afterwards they're all in the car and they call chloe and jonathan's like let me tell you my take chloe i love tristan (laughs) oh everyone's just ranting and raving about how he just was normal and uh 
and delightful. And then and while they were in the car, he even texted thank you to Kim. And so Chloe's yeah. like, okay, well, all right. Okay. <laughs> um, so then the next scene with them is like the Sunday dinner. So yes. I love that they have like a lemonade themed dinner. Was that what this one was? Yes, this was. Yes, the, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this backyard dinner. Tristan is over to see True. And we have it, Chloe, so, Chris, Kim, Courtney. They're all there. So. And it's like a dinner begins and it basically becomes a thing where like everyone but Chloe is like, yeah, Tristan, stay. <laughs> yeah, because apparently, like, Tristan has a home in LA, and when he's there, he tries to spend as much time with True as possible. So she sort of has like this open door policy. Like, he yeah. can come over and have dinner with True every night. It's like, it's very like uh, she doesn't want to deny her daughter of her father at all. But <laughs> we find out Chloe has never had dinner with Tristan since the cheating scandal without True there and that makes huge perfect piece sense. of information yes that's a huge piece yes. of information and i thought like a really profound boundary to have set and yes. like made me so proud of her for like i'm sure that that's been hard yeah. um on on in every way but that yeah that's been the way that she has been handling things and so suddenly the whole family is like yeah just stay and they're having dinner without true there yes um, and and Chloe's like, awkward. he was supposed to go inside and eat with the kids. <laughs> it's, and it's very awkward. And Chloe is like fully looking down the camera, basically like, uh, you it, know, Jim Halpert style. I wrote like, that too, that in other scenes with Courtney, she's full on doing like the office kind of like, can you believe uh, this? It's a very Halperty episode of like, yes. gold. Just with Chloe, though, a Chloe being just Chloe, Chloe yeah. like cannot contain it. She must be talking shit with one of the producers so hard. And she's like looking at the producer right behind the camera being like, I told you. It's um, so crazy. So she wait, I do not want to skip over that. She is the craziest color I have ever seen her. <laughs> she does look crazy. What the fuck? Fuck. She looks pretty crazy this whole episode. Minus a few scenes. It bummed me out. Her, I mean, she is fully, fully another, like, another ethnicity in this scene, right? And maybe yeah. it was the day glow green dress that she was yeah. wearing. But yeah. I was just like, between her skin color and her nose, she is tripping me the fuck out. Like, it was just it's like. really intense. Her All her looks are really intense. Yeah, like, they bum me out. And she's like got the new nose in this season and is still contouring it in a way like it hasn't adjusted her makeup routine and it's like not fully the swelling is still like it's like shorter but not smaller yet it's like weird it doesn't look bad i it just looks, don't like it. i just don't think it it looks better than it did or bad or does it look worse later it's so hard to tell but it's I'm not a, lot. a fan. I'm, it's, it's a, a lot. And it's, it's just a lot. such stilted conversation too. Where um, Kim's like, "What's up?" And she's like, "What do you mean? What's up? What do you What do you know?" And she's like, "No, nah, I'm just asking. You what's up? What's happening?" It's very, very awkward. Yes. And, and also, Cl Tristan is like drenched in sweat, and I was <laughs> laughing so hard that like you never see this family sweaty on camera, and they fucking let him. They hung him out to dry. I mean, he's, he is not getting blotted. I thought he looked kind of rough in that dinner scene in New York as well. <laughs> yeah, they just like I feel like they're not. They are not tending to him hair and makeup wise, it and does that's fine. Make me realize that in previous episodes, he's definitely had uh, a bit of a makeup 
done. Yes. Just you can suddenly see it's the thing that we don't think about. But when you see a person who is like drenched in sweat and has no makeup on sitting with them, yeah, with uneven, you realize. Yeah, you're like, oh, yeah, like everybody. You suddenly yeah. see how like matte and perfectly like lit the family normally is. And so I was, yeah, laughing at like, oh, they just let him, they just let him roll right on like a normal I mean, man. Like <laughs> Chloe said, she was not expecting him and she doesn't want everyone to just assume she's cool with this. Yeah. It's very fair. Um, Oh, so then we get, Oh yeah. This, you know, this. she, she's, she's basically like, you know, in her confessional, she's like saying, Chloe's basically saying like, this thing about how they've never had dinner before and that it's a really delicate time period and that she really doesn't want it to appear that she at any point was leading him on. And that is like sort of the distillation of it all. And so then we get this scene um, (laughs) in the closet. It's a really fun scene where Kim and Chloe are in Chloe's like insane giant walk-in closet. That is my goal, by the way. I want uh, one of those closets. I'm going to make this happen for me. We have a listener. I've I know maybe it's not her closet, but I was like, I have seen someone post their closet and I was like, what? Oh, I you have an it. island in your closet. I want island in my closet. Island That's- in your closet is a good goal. Yes. Okay. But um, so they're going through. And this is Kim's favorite mode. It's one of my very favorite Kim modes is when she is being a little bitchy uh, closet <laughs> snark That's and is thing. like pulling sh- stuff out, being like, can you like this? We should say that. <laughs> Whenever we talk about Kim, we're never saying she's not a bitch. Oh, my God. Of course That's, not. We we know she's a bitch. This we, is one of Kim's bitchiest episodes ever, I would say. And she is fully ruthless and, you know, hits people where it hurts. We know. We just happen to like it. Yeah. And that's why she makes good TV. Yes. She's a... Uh, uh, that's why we love her. Honestly, but I yeah. would think she would be a great friend to have because of all uh, those qualities. Absolutely. Um, um, so, yes, she. we have a really funny moment where they hearken back to Joey Lawrence on Blossom with, whoa, whoa. Um, and so Chloe says to her, look, uh, we all just don't need to be hanging out for no reason with Tristan, okay? And she, like, explains to Kim that it's, like, yeah. it's a lot and it's too soon. And she tells her that's the first time she's had dinner with Tristan without True, and Kim didn't realize that. And then yeah. Kim's like... Am I doing that thing where like I'm like all up in your business and it's like not my place and like you want to tell me no but I'm not listening. (laughs) But I think it's like we get this really nice succinct um, she says that and then she's like I totally get that and I'll do better. I was like for this family especially uh, for anybody I think that is like a great uh, example of how to uh, actually apologize, yes. how to own, to own something if somebody brings something to you. It is that short and succinct. She doesn't, there's no justification. There's no excuses. It's not, there's not a big long preamble. It's like, that is fair. I will do better. And I was like, oh, the the crispness of like making somebody feel heard and apologizing and meaning it is like on full display. Well, it's, it was really big of her. She literally says, and I've heard a few people do this recently. I'm going to start adopting this. But she says, I hear you. Mm-hmm. And normally you hear that I hear you. And then it's followed by a but. But she didn't but. follow it by a but. She said, Mm-mm. I hear you. I hear and I'll you. do better. And I'll do better. I'm sorry. Uh, and then they have a very funny, 
<laughs> moment where I mean, it's almost a written joke, but maybe she did come up with herself because Chloe legitimately laughed where she's like looking through Chloe's gowns and she's like, those are just gowns in case of an emergency. And she goes, well, honey, it would be an emergency if you wore this. (laughs) (laughs) They're like having such a good time. They're vibing, as Kim might say. They're vibing, yes. So she does say. And then the, Uh, the kind of wrap up for this scene is like Tristan and True and Chloe playing and like the understanding that her family respects her wishes when it comes to like just ask her if if yeah. Tristan's invited and then we find out that, Tr- that True's been teething and that's why she's being crazy yeah that's really that funny. They, they're fine this week I had a friend who's like trying to sleep train her baby in the middle of a pandemic which is already is stressful enough it's tough. and she's been just like having such a hard time and she's like she just won't sleep and, <laughs> and then yesterday she was like oh my god she has a tooth and i was like that's why she's been going crazy she's not regressing she got yeah. tooth build she building teeth got tooth coming through oh, um, but no they teeth. it's a nice little wrap up that that's it they yeah. kind of seem to be in a good place and everybody has done a lot of work and good for them good for them should we move to kylie um kylie and fashion week yes and paris guys kylie she's um, 22 she spent all summer on a bunch of yachts She's having a life in case you missed it. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. She had a great summer. She turned 22. She feels now, like she's 47. I agree. I feel like she's 47. I mean, she, we've definitely been with her long enough that it can feel like that. Yeah. But she, every year is getting only better. And then we get the scene, Chris and Kylie are, are having a meeting at Kylie HQ. And we <laughs> learn that, Kylie, uh, Kylie Cosmetics has collabed with Balmain, um, their dear friend. What's his name? I forget his name. Uh, Olivier something. Olivia, Olivier Rousting or however you say it at Balmain. And they did a collab and basically she designed a makeup collection inspired by his clothing collection. And then they're going to do a collab for Paris Fashion Week where the models get their makeup done and design creative directed by Kylie, who's going to design and do their makeup. And then Kylie will be closing the show, walking the runway. After she does a dozen models makeup. So it's a big, she literally says, this is going to be so big for Kylie Cosmetics. I just like the idea of imagining her like going from model to model being like, okay, a little more brow, like literally blushing doing their makeup that's not how it would work though not how it's gonna happen Um, but it's a fun fake idea (laughs) i also love this moment as chris is like leaving kylie's office she's like what is a dolphin doing there and kylie goes kylie goes uh it's jeff coons such a quick throwaway just like a multi-million dollar piece of art (laughs) so much jeff coons in there they yeah they love him like because i think chris had it and yeah, remember Chloe made fun of Chris for her Jeff Yeah, Coons. you're right. Good like, memory. Oh my gosh, um, they love Jeff. It's uh, Jeff Coons. Jeff Coons. <laughs> it is weird. It does look just like a raft, but it is. Yeah, I wouldn't know. But okay. then we get so then Kylie and Kendall have a very cute scene where they're basically like <laughs> cross pollinating. Yeah, it's a seven day oh. countdown. We have like I love that all these scenes after this have like seven days until the fashion show. Yes. Five days, like it's like a I countdown. love a countdown. I love it, and they're basically uh, it, it looks like at. Are they at Ky- I don't know whose house they're at. I think it was at Kylie's house because she's Kylie's like going house. through later. Kendall's like going through her cabinets and like yes, yes, saying, yes. I inaudible things, but about food, I couldn't understand any Something of it. Something about like I think loving 
crackers she tries out a makeup look she needs to figure out the makeup for the Paris show so she's trying out makeup on Kendall I showing her the like press box so much because she's she's like I'm gonna try out some looks on you Kendall and then she like smears with her thumb some silver on her it, it just like right on her eyelid and then boom she's got full makeup and it looks nothing like what kylie yeah, just did we cut we cut to done makeup it's fully not done kylie makeup. did not for one moment do that look it's such a funny cut that we don't really see her do it oh god but they're like really proud she feels really good she's like you look so great it looks so great and then we get a cute thing of kendall teaching asking to see kylie's model walk yes. for the show and giving her notes about like not having too stiff of arms and like it's i thought the whole thing was really cute like them and their like multi-million dollar professions being like now you show me now well, you show really me great. and then she was like kylie was like whoa whenever kendall did her walk it is pretty cool to see kendall like click into that walk like yes. as much as i'm i'm not personally like floored by the concept of modeling it is really weird to see when you see like a model really just like clicking into that yeah. iconic sort of walk you're like oh shit that's what that looks like yeah I noticed two other things in this scene that kind of just stood out to me. One, Kylie's really bad at setting a scene up. She's like, well, I have to do the looks for models. Yes. And, yes. and it's really weird because like Kylie, I think she's a bit like, I don't, like I said, I want to see her coming into her own a little more on this show, but she's weird. Like she's just awkward. Yeah, I think she's a weird person. And I, I wrote, think so. In my notes, they need Malika because Malika is great at setting up a scene. You, mm. you got to call her in. She's really helpful. She is really good. These are two. These are two of the um, the JV players. When you've got Kendall and Kylie setting oh, yeah. the scenes. Yeah, it's it's a uh, amateur hour. But and then I also noticed that there was a sweet greens bag in the background. That's my sound. <laughs> oh my god, I sneezed. I'm sorry. I'm That's fine. Right. I'm healthy. COVID. Um, but she, <laughs> sweet greens. I saw that too. I was like, I love sweet greens. That's, Me a, too. that's a local salad chain. Actually, my coworker's friend uh, owns sweet greens. Um, there you go. I guess it's, I maybe there's, I don't know how many there are, but I think it's a California chain. Could be more, but I don't like, know. You get yourself a sweet greens, guys. Delicious. It's great salads. Okay. Delicious. So then, next scene. Countdown. Five days until the show. We're in five Paris. Five days until the show. Chris is out there five days before the show, which is a little weird to me, but well, Chris works for this needs narrative. Matt to set everything up, because Kylie didn't get here yet, but Matt, I want you to set those bags up, and when she gets here, it's going to look so good. It's going to be... She's going to get so excited just seeing it, Matt, and Matt's like, okay, I couldn't be God, any more milk this, toast. Matt I is would, literally like walked out of J. Crew every morning in his outfit. So he is what so, I would give to hear Matt if, I mean maybe one of the most coveted interviews I would seek <sighs> oh, is boy. Matt is Matt, Matt would with never his... I can tell you Matt is never breathing a word Matt is a professional never! Matt is a Matt is going to be an assistant till the day he dies and he is happy to do it because he he knows his best work is helping a powerful woman do her work Oh, and she's never going to let go. No. She's had fact, him for so long. He worked for someone else for a while, and I'm blanking on who was his... Who, he, like, left Chris to go work for someone else, and then, and then Chris got him to come back. But I cannot remember who it was. Oh, my God. I, like, immediately found his LinkedIn page. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew Ryan, executive assistant to Chris Jenner. Yeah. Um, he did. Oh, he was a project manager... 
Oh, weird. He was a personal assistant to Taylor Armstrong. Would that be of Housewives? Yeah. <gasps> whoa. 20, May through December 2012. Then personal assistant, then 2013, 2014 at Jenner Communications. Then looks like he left went to jeff lewis design uh-huh he was he is in the bravo family 24 but... to 2016 and then went back to chris jenner Wait, 2016 what year did he work for taylor 2012 that's right after her husband killed himself i know this is like he insane her husband killed himself this is like some real dark like housewives shit taylor armstrong was a real housewife of Beverly Hills. Her oh. husband, um, very, they had a very tumultuous re- relationship. Uh, he was on the show. He killed himself in their home while she was there, I believe. I hate uh, it. And it happened, let's see. So, wait, I, mean, I just want to see when it was so I just, like, know. Uh, oh, shit. I, well, I, I, it was probably, like, a little, but still, like, right after yeah, 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 yeah. well okay. anyway so he knows he's yeah he's got all the secrets what i'm saying it is sounds like matt's keeping a lid on all of his shit okay oh and my yes, god if the... he needs to set up that room for kylie he will but guess what he will kylie didn't come because she's not feeling great she's not feeling great and chris she's is like, not feeling great i called the doctor and the doctor's gonna go give her medicine oh and we see this like building tension and uh olivier you know doesn't seem happy yeah and, this is countdown this, four days the stress <laughs> is building so chris starts out by calling kendall to see if she can get kendall to walk in the show in order in order to you know as a make good for kylie not coming so we get this call to kendall who you know very sincerely is like you know i have work I cannot come. I literally can't. I would love and to help you. I would love to be the here. She says she's being uh, passive aggressive enough that I can tell she's insulted that her mom and I would be insulted that my mom did this too. I would yeah. be so fucking mad that my mom thinks that I can just go be a sub, uh, uh, the alternate yes. for Kylie. And she goes, I would love to help you. I would love to come in and be the hero, but I yeah. have to work. How if of Chris the whole thing is like exposing the the inner workings of like Chris Jenner management and that it's like woof it's so weird the commodification of these daughters in this moment to be fair Olivier is standing right next to her and she is literally he is like making it very clear this is not acceptable he takes the phone from Chris and says nobody can do this except for Kylie he says it to Kendall and Kendall's like, I don't give a shit. I'm not coming anyway. I'm not coming, dude. So we have Chris saying this magical moment with Balmain is slipping through the cracks. Um, <laughs> and the drama is building. So the next scene we have Kim and Chebin. Kim is very worried about explaining her hair to Chebin. Yeah, it's uh, a whole thing. She does look like someone right out of the Matrix. He nailed that. That's correct. Yes, it's very Matrixy. I love this little like nugget that we find out that Kanye makes a bowl of cereal and then we know they have a froyo machine in their house so then he puts frozen yogurt on top of a bowl of cereal i mean it makes sense to me i yeah i mean that was my froyo order i'd put some fruity pebbles yeah on top so i was of, thinking it's just reverse order and then chebin goes is it good and she goes i don't know i've never had it <laughs> <laughs> of course not i don't know i've never had that so i wouldn't know 
I would know. I mean, she was on a on a cleanse earlier at that dinner. Oh like, yeah, she was having a shake. So. She's like, I'm wearing a lot of uh, vinyl and uh, plastic these days. I cannot be eating food. Uh, so but uh, we yeah. learned that, like you know, that Chris has been reaching out chris is reaching out yeah, to kim Ki- now yeah kylie is officially she has strep throat it's bad um so yes and then she is trying to get kim to fly out now and kim explains which i thought was a fascinating peek behind the curtain is that you know she would go if she could but it doesn't go with her brand and that they spent so much time separating kkw beauty and kylie cosmetics it makes so sense she's, though to be like it doesn't i like I cannot go fill in because we have made it so that we are not competitors. We yeah. made our brands that different so that if you want nudes, uh, you come to me. And if you want bright, fun colors, you go to Kylie. And also when and- we saw Olivier's like line, the Balmain line, like his colors are truly like that blue color bag he had. That literally, I think I read an article last year. They discovered a new color blue. And Whoa. he is the first design, not him, like someone in like Egypt found a new color blue. They were able to develop a pigment. And then he is one of the first designers to use this color in a uh, couture. So like, damn, it, I don't even know why I know this. I'm like the devil wears Prada. I know. Look at you. Cerulean blue. Um, but truly, I it's because I really love the color blue. And so I actually read an article about blues. Um, but I don't know if you can tell because my whole uh, everything in my house is blue. Um, but that's true. So. So yeah, Kim can't just like drop in and be like, great, I'm going to go do my KKW looks on these girls. It's like, that's not what Kylie does. It doesn't really, it doesn't make sense. It would be weird. It's just about like the swapping of celebrity for celebrity as opposed to like, as opposed to any logical reason. And so she's like saying no. And, but she, while she's talking to Jonathan, she's like, look, but it's a huge commitment. And if it were me, I would go on my deathbed. I'd get a steroid injection and I would go. Yeah. She's like, that's what mom's used to. Mom is used to me doing whatever it takes. And like, and while she's telling Jonathan, we get this like really crazy exchange where she (sighs) is like texting with Chris, who is getting more and more desperate. And she's like, literally offers $300,000 in cash and a jet tonight. And then she writes that Chris typed out, God, this feels weird. LOL cry face, but I'm totally legit. (laughs) And then when Kim says no, then she says she ups it to 400K and that she won't take her commission and the jet can leave tonight. I love that before that moment, she was still going to take her commission. I know. I will pay you $300,000 in cash. Of course, 30 of it I will take back immediately. (laughs) (laughs) Iconic. This family is iconic. And I got to say, it's like this episode is so crazily timed for like what's going on. And I just shared this article with you and Trish about like this sort of burn the rich moment that like is happening. And I thought this episode was like so fascinating. It didn't give me any like aversion to them because they were really well versed in the way that they live. But it is like a shocking peek behind the curtain. This idea of like a mom bribing her daughter. Like we're talking about almost half a million almost half a million dollars and it's like the idea of like kim laughing about it with jonathan over sushi is so like wildly out of touch and crazy but they but they aren't trying to i think be relatable in any way at this point um and so yeah it was just a really crazy uh scene of of that we i thought i was so happy they caught because it felt really really real but i just thought really 
It oh, wasn't. Go ahead. No, this is not to do with that. So rep, you can. Yeah. I was going to say it dovetails. This conversation then dovetails into our third storyline. Yes. Basically. Later in the sh- story, right? Like it comes towards act three of yeah. the Courtney drama. But I was going to say, we didn't talk about it last week, but did you watch the video of Kim getting into her her latex Balmain outfit? Mm-mm. Oh, my God. It's so funny, Jess. I just think it's just the stupidest thing in the world where she cannot get into the. It's like t- 10 people trying to shove her <laughs> curvy body into a latex thing. And it has become a bit of a meme. Uh, and I just can't believe we didn't talk about it last week because it's truly hilarious. Where you oh can just no, I haven't seen hear it. like the squeaking of the and she like and her body just move like the way it bulges <laughs> and moves and it's truly like high comedy. Sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, no, no, no. I just was getting us into our third storyline. Yes. Okay. So Courtney, she's still miserable. And she this is tough. After she fucking spent a summer away, she was like off the coast of Italy in a yacht. They were living such a yacht life for a month a month in Italy then to Idaho yeah like she and Kendall were hanging out but she wasn't seeing Courtney or Chloe at all and you would think I mean I can't pretend that I'm like super I don't see my family as much as these women do so it's not the same thing but like I've certainly like been on trips with my sister you know where we are been home like you know for holidays and we got into fights but like I think after a month i would probably let it go especially if i'm a person who is in therapy i think i could no, process it seems that. like it made it worse is what it feels yeah. like and maybe it's who knows it's, we also find out that uh chloe and kim took a trip together to the bahamas with their kids yeah um and so it seems like this divide yeah for has sure. grown or at least that's how it's being set up so the first is, scene is chloe and courtney i did get a little chuckle at this callback about her bald spot growing back Remember yeah the bald- that was a good deep cut i thought so too how oh, the hair the hair yeah. is growing back it's great um and then this was such a fun scene because this she literally had her assistant walk in and i'm i wonder Obsessed. if this is the same assistant who did not pack the right color oh i wonder it might be lauren it was lauren we should look it up after uh, so she was like i'm very busy and her assistant goes okay so today we have to film yeah we know we're doing that right now we have yeah. to shoot with architectural digest arch 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 Digest. digest. (laughs) Then we have to do those push approvals. And then we have to confirm clean con. And then there's a call with your attorney at four. Okay, granted. Maybe that's a lot. I know that filming day is a long day, but all this stuff gets to happen while you're filming. So, like, it's not like you have to film and then do this stuff. Like, they're going to film. You do all of it, and you don't have to really. I guess there is, like, the whole thing. Like, the reason Chloe is in that room is because they're supposed to do a scene. Right. Right. There was a call sheet. They were told to get there. They were saying, you're going to do a scene. Be there. Maybe that's what she doesn't want to do. Right. Yeah. I think she's over it because she pretty much immediately says that we get this like, yeah, weird performative list from her assistant. I can then be honest with yeah. you, just I think during this pandemic where I haven't one had a job and I've been in my house, I think I've done just this much today. Well, it doesn't sound like a lot. And it's also just unrelatable on every level, no matter what. Like, like she's freaking out because it's her 
it's that it's their first day back at shooting and then this architectural digest shoot is all happening in one day and, and it's then, just like no matter what an audience of like our viewership is never going to hear those two things and be like holy shit <laughs> what I mean, a day you have also like and then your attorney call it for like they charge by the hour it can't be that long of a call no it just is meant to sound like a lot and she thinks she's pulling a fast one on the audience and it's like mm, no it doesn't I, sound like a lot i mean good i grant it like i know that the filming day is usually a 12-hour day so that's long and that a film and then the photo shoot is you know it's to get into different looks it's like you know it's it's more i don't, I don't yeah. dispute that they're long days by any means but it is just like it's never gonna sound what like what she thinks it sounds like or yes. she wants it to sound like and, and so just literally have an assistant be like, I want you to walk in and then I want you to tell them what I'm doing. And Chloe's face is just like, uh-huh. Okay. And then very quickly, we get into the first of these very uncomfortable scenes with Courtney where her attitude sucks. And so she and she and Chloe are supposed to be shooting this scene, starting something, some conversation. And she, again, really peeked behind the curtain. She basically just starts ranting and is like, I'm so over glam. I don't want to film ever. And Chloe is fully doing the helper, looking down the camera and is yes. like, I don't want to get glam. And also I know I don't want to film without glam. Yeah. And it's just her being difficult and like miserable about shooting. And Chloe is just sort of like awkwardly looking at her, looking at the crew, looking at production and is like, it's just right back to where it was basically. Yeah. It's not worse. Yeah. It's definitely worse because she like has made it clear how she felt and so now she's like just going over the top so chloe does this thing which i think would annoy me too chloe yeah. asks if she ever just takes a moment in the morning before she gets out of bed and just says yeah, a prayer of gratitude courtney fully ignores her and then chloe goes to the camera well that was my tip for the day hopefully the crew will take it <laughs> which was so funny to me. And I think I said this to you already, but let me tell you that while Courtney is ignoring her and saying like, I don't know, maybe in that fucking interview that she did in the room with Jason Kennedy, yeah, that motherfucker told Jason Kennedy, part of her morning routine is to start the day with a prayer of gratitude. <laughs> it's funny. And this scene was filmed a long ago and that was shot recent, like th they like it was six months in between. So I know, I know that the E crew was like, "Oh, we got her. We're gonna show this." It's scene. very funny. Oh, what a dick! She's a dick. She's I, a dick. I know she, people they, like her, and they're gonna get mad at us. We well, but I think guys, you can. We sway. We go back and be, forth. Yeah. I, I well, we'll get into it once she like gets to her point, but. Yeah. It's basically, she's being difficult. She so just much keeps to talking, do. talking about it. She has so much to do. And, like, it just began sort of this, like, a couple scenes where it's like, <sighs> they're really showing us this, like, rift. And so then we have now, and, Kim is back. And oh, just to, like, point it out right now, because it comes back later, but she is being rude as hell to Chloe, right? Mm -hmm. And then the next scene, we start off with that, too, right? So we're at Chloe's house. <laughs> And Chloe, Kim, Courtney. Yeah. And so Kim is back from uh, New York, ostensibly. And basically this conversation, again, not one that we would normally be privy to. Courtney got the bill from their trip to Costa Rica. Well, even before that, like being rude to Chloe, Chloe literally says, you look very cute. No response. And that's when Chloe looks right at the camera. 
Oh, I didn't see it. Yeah. She's like, Courtney's on her phone. Chloe goes, you look so cute. You look very cute. Chloe, I mean, Courtney, no response. And Chloe looks right at the camera. It's so funny. Okay, great. Then we go to the Costa Rica. Sorry, I just wanted to like. No, uh, it's it's like a bunch of stuff where basically it's, it was really hard for me to even track, but it's basically like we knew that they took this trip to Costa Rica for North's birthday and it's there's like a bunch of financial fallout where it seems like they all went and Kim was originally going to go just basically it sounds like with her family and trainer and all of her crew and she got the plane in the house then Scott decided he wanted to come then because Scott wanted to come with the kids then Courtney wanted to come so in order to get them on the plane Kim kicked off her security and put them on commercial and asked for Courtney to pay for the commercial flights so that's the as I tracked it. I think I, what I got was that Scott said that he would cover the commercial flights, and okay. then Courtney jumped on and was like, "I want to go too." And so, like, it I should see. have been between them essentially. I see. Okay. And so, but Courtney's big issue is it's not with Kim. It's why is production making me pay for this? Yeah, if and, they're using it in the show. Yeah, like if they're going to use it in the show, why? But did they? I remember it briefly. Yeah. It's hard. Sometimes I like get confused about what I saw on their stories. Me I mean, too. I remember Me seeing too. the trip, yeah. but I don't remember if it was part of an episode. I can't so, remember. Chloe like interjects and she's on the side of production essentially. And Courtney's like, why are you fucking taking production side? And I'm like, well, clearly her best friend's right behind the camera. That's who she's looking at this whole episode. Yeah. <laughs> Someone. Oh, I actually got a picture of her. It's like a blonde lady. <laughs> like oh. in another scene, I was like, oh, there she is. We see her. She was like stepping right in front of the camera. Uh, <laughs> let's see if I get, I don't think this will actually be good for you to see, but I'll post it. That lady. That little oh, lady. Yes, 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 um, yes. So, uh, so Chloe's like, well, don't, fucking talk about it in front of me talk about it privately it's like oh boy yeah courtney's pissed that she's involving herself and and it's basically like this is between me and kim why are you talking about it or why are you getting involved and it's like in her responses while i'm in the room yeah but it did seem i think she was making a point that it's not even between her and kim it's between her and production but she's sort of like airing it out in front of kim and kim's like i don't fucking know dude like yeah. I paid for everything else, but Courtney's like, it's, it's, it's about production. It's like, well, they're right here. What are you doing? Like, talk to your yeah. fucking mom. You're an EP on the show. Yeah. It's like, it's, yeah. It's, also, we see a lot of like building tension basically between the three of them. And like, you know, production, how it works. Like she's an EP on the show. Production only has so much budget. Like they cannot be paying for everything. You, you know, like, <laughs> I just, I just, the idea of it just coming up and being solved while they're rolling, you know, like yeah. that's biz is what is bizarre and well, that she I is just fully, yeah. I imagine that this is not atypical for them, like that this kind of like, yeah. because they're just sort of rolling all day. And so yeah. I'm sure they have like business conversations, but they are showing it to us. Yes, that's, that's a good point that we're seeing reason. it. Mm -hmm. And then we get this next scene, basically, where the three of them are having some kind of, like, hang. <laughs> Another call sheet where they were told to show up at Chloe's house. <laughs> yes. And there's no real premise for it. And there's, like, all this back and forth at the top about, like, Courtney wants to change and she wants a big T-shirt. And Chloe's, like, kind of clomping around to go get Courtney this T-shirt to wear. And they're, this like, the, it just starts this, like. so hard, Jess. Chloe 
talking to herself she thinks she's a princess gotta go get her shirt like her mutter muttering as she walked <laughs> they even had this like great wide shot where like you could tell the camera was like far away and she's like walking through her kitchen like here it's funny it was like a comedy shot it made me laugh so much i loved chloe in this episode she was just like she's always put upon by one of the sisters uh but yeah. normally like i said it used to be courtney was her go-to so Courtney didn't bother her if Courtney yeah. did this before. People have always been treating Chloe like shit. She's been treated like shit and like she was a servant. <laughs> this is a storyline we've seen dozens of times come it's out true. with Chloe. But right now, she's not feeling it with Courtney. Courtney is not her not her like partner in crime. No. And so it's like pissing her off. Yeah, she's not amused by her. And it kind of like just opens up this conversation basically where she you know courtney's being kind of bitchy being, being like fine i'll just get it myself next time congrats <laughs> that's what she said i'll get it myself next time congrats because she's like oh this isn't the kind of shirt i wanted like yeah i i would behave exactly like chloe in this moment no chloe has had it and so and and this basically becomes this exchange which like graded on me and i would have i was completely on chloe's side which is like Courtney starts trying to kind of put it in this category of like, well, you just take things really sensitively. So I won't say things like that to you because that's not how I'm intending it, but you're receiving it. I'm trying to be funny. And it's like, Chloe is right. And is like, so it's okay for you to be an asshole because that's what you're being. And it's like this, I mean, it's semantics at the end of the day. And they've had conversations like this a million times before, but it really is like Chloe calling her out and not, not being heard and being like, you're being an asshole to me. And Courtney refusing to hear what she's saying and instead putting it in like you don't get my joke category which is not what that conversation is about it's just a total cop out like you said something rude she responded and you didn't want her to respond so you told her it was a joke but that's not true you were being a bitch yes and like you're never you've never been funny I don't know why you're pretending like you're telling jokes now but then, like what, what are we talking about like you're doing a tight I just five have no i just have no patience for like meanness pretending yeah. to be humor it's never and it's oh it's just like i have a very short fuse for it and then, but in her confessional courtney literally says she lays it out she says it was always chloe and i against kim but for the last three years it's kim and chloe against me yes uh, and we really see it. And like this, they, they try to have this, this is where they have sort of a somewhat normal conversation about it. But, you know, and Courtney's trying to say like, well, it's because the family doesn't like change. Like when I set boundaries and this whole, you know, everybody has issues with change in people. And then Kim basically just comes back with, I don't think anything's different except for your attitude. <laughs> like and then, just calls it out. Like, no, actually, no, that's not what's happening. There's no change. You just have a shitty fucking attitude. Piggybacking on that. Chloe goes in for the kill and she says, I'm happy for anyone to make a change for the better, but your changes have not been good good (laughs) it's great it's a great like you can just tell that they're they're done like they're not trying to be nice they're not trying to hear her they're not trying to understand her they're just fucking over it i have a big theory too like as i was watching the scene i was like oh i think i'm like seeing it all that like kim and chloe have um they they have like bigger problems but for courtney they are her biggest problem in life. Yeah. 
a hundred percent. And like, it just is, they're not, well, they're just also, it's exactly where things were last season. They're pretending to hear each other. They're not hearing each other. They're just like saying their point at each other. Like it's not people trying to empathize and understand each other. And I get it. They're fucking mad at each other. Yeah. I guess it's like, I think also like the timing of it is um, important too. Um, because like three years ago is when she and Scott broke up, right? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So I feel like we're not treating this like we normally would, which is a divorce. Yeah. Like we're watching someone spin out after a divorce, but it's kind of lost because they, it wasn't really a divorce and he's still around and like, you know, like I think that's what's going on with Courtney. Is she's yeah. making a lot of changes, and they're like, "Okay, great, but you don't have him. He's not your problem anymore. So you can't be like a bitch to everyone because of him." So yeah, now you're being a bitch to us, but like we've been acting this way your whole damn life. So like, what's <laughs> up? I got a partner who cheats on me. Kim's got a husband who's who's a wacko. Uh, <laughs> you know, we got shit going on, girl. Yeah, I think it is about just like. I think they just aren't, they don't really care what her reasons are, you yeah. know? Like, it's just like, your attitude sucks. You're miserable to be around. And, like, you're taking money from, uh, as a, being a part of this show, and you show up and you fucking suck. And, and it's like... We already said you can stop if you want to. I mean, and they told us it would get worse before it got better. We learned that from Kim a long time ago. So this is, we're definitely on the, like, it gets worse before it gets better part. Now we're back for the, the creme de la creme. We're at Chloe's house. We got the whole crew. We got Kendall, Chloe, Courtney, and Kim. Um, and oh my gosh, this scene. We see that PA, her best, Chloe's best friend, that PA, or producer. So uh, Kendall and, Chris, and Kim are talking about how Chris tried to bribe them. Uh, and so Kim says, mom's just so used to me and Courtney. Oh, me and Chloe going on our deathbeds. It's like, okay. Yuck. She sucks in this scene. It's, it's so crazy how like, much she sucks in this. And immediately Kendall gets so fired up. And Who it, wouldn't? Yeah. It's so pointed and rude. It's so rude. And then that gets like Courtney and Chloe's attention. So Kim makes sure she repeats it verbatim so Courtney <laughs> can hear the shitty thing she just said. That's what's so crazy is that it's like if that really was like an actual slip and she really like it's so crazy to repeat it. And then she literally is like, well, you know, you don't care about stuff, which is just like so rude. And it's fucked up, I think, to be like to have told Courtney, like your attitude sucks, your bad vibes. And like, it, by the way, Courtney was in a great mood at the top of the scene. It was very marketed. What oh, a yeah. great mood she was in, how smiley she was. She was being really like lovely and funny. Uh -huh. And you just see like the moment Kim repeats this to her, like it just I mean, like flips the switch. Kendall already said, I'm going to come. For, I'm going to I'm going to kick your ass. And then. Yeah. Ooh, Chloe, I mean, Courtney just goes in. She's like, I fucking work my ass off. You need to change the narrative in your head. But if I didn't work my ass off and I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom, that's okay, too. And that's what I was talking about. The like, she can't have both. She can't be yeah. like, I work my ass off. It's okay if I don't like just say say one pick one one or the other. And I do think it is like she has to pick. Yeah, and they're both true, but you can't keep arguing that you both are so busy and that you don't have to be as busy as her. Right, because it is about like we're when we're talking about it. It's like if you really fundamentally believe that 
it's not important to work. Like you don't value the idea that like working hard makes you a better person. I agree with that. I agree. And I think that's a cool, I think that's a cool idea, especially in that family. Yes. But I, but it is to your point, you can't have your cake and eat it too. And say that like, I work my ass off. I am a hard worker. I prioritize everything. And also that's a lame uh, worldview. You know, it's yeah. like, well, you just, you just subscribe to it in that yeah. very moment. And then before we even know it, she throws a non-plastic uh, box. Water? Coconut water? I a don't box know what of it is. Water. We throw, she throws a box of water and then attacks Kim, who's at a disadvantage because she's at a lower position on the floor. She's sitting down. You can't and attack someone from a higher. That's like a mountain lion. It's <laughs> amazing. She comes at Kim. And immediately, like I was trying to rewind it and get like every, every move in, but it's literally like Kim's up, then Kim is trying to like knee her. And then we see like a really like deep hold. And I think that's when like Courtney really scratches her with her nails. And it looks really real. At first, they're kind of like almost like was like, are they laughing? Like, is yeah. this real? And then there's this moment it like feels like it really turns. And yeah. you're like, oh, and like Chloe and Kendall are looking at production and looking at the cameras and it like the way the cameras are moving, like it feels very real. <laughs> I know this is wrong, Jess, but when Kim starts slapping the shit out of Courtney, I was so excited. <laughs> I was like, yes. It's a long time her. coming. She started this fucking fight. Look, look you, you were being a bitch, but she could just say you're being a bitch. She, no, she made it physical. She got physical with you. Fucking show her how fights work. Because she is not <laughs> used to that. They're not used to Kim tussling with them because they're so used to like Chloe and Courtney play fighting. And so like Kim has been working out with Melissa for years at this point. That's true. <laughs> She's buff now. She's buff now. So, I mean, then we get like a to be continued, but like Kim goes after her. We get a full slow motion slap, like a slow where there's like a couple slaps and Kim's like, don't you ever dig your nails in me like that. And like Kim is fully slapping her oh. like like going it's, after her and and Chloe's like my baby is sleeping you guys I love that Kendall yeah. Kendall made no moves at all Kendall's just like standing there being like oh she's a model she's like no she's way like, dude I cannot get hit I know like, I'm shooting Dior tomorrow morning I'm sure my face is worth 10 million dollars okay. like more than all these bitches oh I cannot wait for next week but also so I'm gonna go back to the view recap real quick because Kim talks about the fight on the view mm. and she's that one thing she said was like now she realizes what like watching the show she realizes what Courtney was going through and she has sympathy for her okay but she says Courtney scratched her and she was bleeding and when she saw that she was bleeding that's when she flipped out oh. and then after that fight they had to shut production down for a full week <gasps> when Chris saw the footage she cried <gasps> and that now that they're during the quarantine, they've decided Courtney will be taking time off after this quarantine is up. Um, she'll still be invited to dinner, so you may see her, but she is off the call sheet. Wow. And the reason they were upset was that she was very indecisive about what she wanted, and then she would show up and complain. But she like Fair. laid it all out. Damn, I gotta watch this. Wow, yeah. so very real. Very real. She, it feels real. 
I took a week off. Oh, next week's going to be fun. Oh Jess. my God, I can't wait. And it'll be here soon. Yes. So um, let's remind everyone, like, yes. God, this was an exhilarating episode. We're going to be on Instagram Live. If you're listening this Wednesday as this episode is released, we're going to be Instagram Live tonight at Cardition It. Um, that's going to be 10 p.m. Eastern Standard, 7 p.m. on the West Coast. You guys in the middle can figure out what happens in between. Uh, all posted on Instagram so that you can see it. We're going to be uh, talking about whatever you guys want. So um, ask so us questions. Excited. Uh, it'll be fun. We'll see how weird it is to do. Uh, yeah, forgive us. Yeah. It'll be our both of our first Instagram yeah. lives. So come in with a grain of salt uh, yeah. or cut us some slack. Um, amazing. So big news. Oh, uh, we're moving to Mondays. We're moving to Mondays. After we'll post this all this stuff too yeah. so you guys can see it. But we'll be moving to Mondays. We'll get you your recaps closer to the episode. Because um, again, we do it all for you. And yeah. we're true American heroes. Um, <laughs> we will continue covering Keeping Up with the Kardashians season 18. Uh, we watch it on E! You can find it on Hulu. Um, you guys know where it's at. We will continue releasing new episodes every Monday going forward. Woo-hoo. Check out our website, Kardashianet.com. It has all our old episodes. If you want to go back and binge, go do that. It's very fun. We're delightful. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts and please rate and review like we already begged. Check out our Twitter and Instagram and like our Facebook page. Email us, corrections, comments, and Kardashian run-ins, as always, at Kardashianet at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening to Kardashian It. Bye. Bye.